Welcome everyone to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology related matters and much more besides. I'm Michael Lonnan and today I'm pleased to be joined by CTO Sean Perkinson of one of HSO's retail customers, Bowdoin. As they're in the middle of a digital transformation program, I thought it a good idea to pick his brains about why you might begin such a project, what the value is they're looking for and what advice Sean might have for any other organisation considering their own digital journey. And here, he doesn't disappoint. So, grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Coffee. How'd you have it? Flat white, every time. No sugar? No sugar. Sweet enough. DIY nightmare or DIY legend? Uh, DIY circus. <laughs> Is that one step for you? before DIY nightmare? Yeah, that must be closer to a DIY nightmare. <laughs> yeah, good intentions, me. but never quite turns out how I envisaged. <laughs> it really does, does it? Right. Teamwork makes a dream work or teamwork makes my head hurt? Uh, teamwork makes a dream work. Um, uh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you've just reminded me of, a, of something I tell my team all the time, which is, guys, it's never about the technology. It's always about the people. <laughs> which then there's no truer no truer statement idea. digital transformation jargon or legitimate um a bit of both i think what does it mean for you then um yeah well when i say a bit of both i think it's i think you know if i was trying to try and answer that question just through the lens of the sector right we are in, uh, which is fashion retail, I just think it's getting harder and harder to answer that question succinctly. You know, it's because it, it is all encompassing. It's not one thing, is it? It's kind of it's a mix of everything. Well, it is. You know, totally, yeah, completely. And um, you know, I think also we we talk about data in equal measures. I mean, I don't think I have any conversation where we talk about digital capability where we're not also talking about data and being and being data driven um is it more is it, is it probably more prevalent to say data transformation than as opposed to digital transformation yeah a little bit i just think the two things the two things go hand in hand and if i was just to or one doesn't go without the other mm. but also i think if i just rewind that a little bit i you know, when we say, when I say it's all encompassing, um, I think in our space, digital transformation has always been associated with having an e-commerce presence or omnichannel capabilities like you know, buy online, pick up in store, and yeah. or a clienteling capability in store or social media capability. Um, I think it's it's not just the customer facing elements of the business that we think about. So when I say all-encompassing, you know, we're very much thinking about the operational side of the business and, you know, giving the business the right tools to do their job, automating manual processes. And and again, with those right tools, making sure we're also giving the data, the, the business the data to make better decisions. From Bowdoin's perspective, what are you looking and how are you digitally transforming and, and trying to improve? How are you sort of approaching it? We're doing a couple of um, fairly big initiatives at the moment. One, um, one um, 
really key approach that we're taking is we're building out a microservices um, strategy or, um, and within that microservices strategy, sort of managing the flow of data from our systems of record up into our customer or channel, customer facing channels, and also the data flowing back into our system of record. Um, we're leveraging um, an event-driven architecture. Okay. And that event-driven architecture now was just shining a completely different light now on data moving through our operational systems. Um, and, you know, and this throws up all sorts of sort of digital marketing and, and operational use cases that, you know, we weren't really thinking about. Um, you know, back in the day when, you know, we were batching up orders from an e-commerce platform and shifting them to the warehouse management system to, to for the orders to be shipped or batching up product and price updates from the ERP and sending them to the e-com platform. Now, through an event-driven architecture, this this data can, can be consumed um, and used for, for, you know, for a multitude of, of use cases. Um, so... For us, yeah, I think for us, you know, when we think about um, digital transformation, I mean, it's just that it is data is um, is a very very important part of it. Yeah. How did you approach it? Did you um, have an objective in mind that you wanted to get to, or, or, or did you kind of realize, well, you know, we are behind. We need to get. We need to change the systems in order to get ahead. How, what was your mindset when you sort of approached approached the I say project loosely because it's never just one project, is it? It's multiple things coming together. No, it's not. I think it's your overall vision and mm. and and the overall strategy to execute um, that vision. So, I think the easiest the easiest way I think I can is explain it is actually how how my team and I how we talk about it to our board, how we talk it talk about it um, to my colleagues and the exec, and even how we talk about it across the business and. Um, it's a really simple concept, something Gartner um, coined a few years ago now um, called a paste-layered architecture. Okay. Um, and within your paste-layered architecture, I'm sure I'm telling your audience to suck eggs, but it's, you know, you have, it's about describing your application stack in, in, in three different layers. Yeah. We're really able to look at the capability within the business and where it sits within one of these layers and what capability we're providing the business and then really from a transformation lens, look at where we've got gaps. Um, and some of those gaps are in the customer experience space. Um, so there's clear areas where we can be really clear about where we need to invest, but equally, and sometimes forgotten, I think a little bit, it also gives us a lens to look at the way in which our business is operating and are we operating efficiently and where we're not operating efficiently, what capability do those business teams use and allows us to start to tell that story around that digital capability, what we want to bring into each area. Um, so given that, you know, a system of record, which is a, a system of record investment is is something that we're, we're focused on at the moment. I mean, that is, that's quite a, a long, um, you know, it's quite a, it's quite a big commitment. How long? Um, um, interest. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got a, a a strategy that's going to run for the next two years, two and a half okay. years. Um, so with that, you you know, we're also thinking about 
how do we balance that with, you know, these are, uh, you know, this is the operational side of the business. This is where, you know, where data is going to play a key role in helping the business make much better margin driving decisions. But at the same time, we know we have to balance that with, the, you know, the transformation of the customer experience, that, that, that digital customer experience is not standing still. Um, you know, the bar is being raised um, regularly by, um, by every retailer out there. So, you know, we've got to, to balance that investment between that customer experience and the, and the transformation in that space as well as the business operations as well. Can I ask, is the, um, is the customer centre of your thinking when you're, you're looking at transforming digitally, when you're looking at the different things you're trying to fix and improve, is it the customer or trying to improve the customer's experience and the customer engagement and, and value to customer? Is that what's at the heart of this? Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. But you can look at, I think, you know, it's easy again to put the customer at the center and and focus all of the investment on the things that touch the customer. But I think you've also got to look at the look at the operational areas of the business that, you know, if we run the, do these things really well, mm. they are they are going to have a knock-on effect into okay. Um, you know, into the customer experience space to to allow us to scale and grow in, in areas. So again, I think it's all it's got to be that balance between you know everything around the customer and every touch point yeah. um, the customer has with our brand, and and as well as how do we how do we just do how do we just run our business a lot more efficiently and yeah make better decisions because the the technology and the digital capability to help us is is there and when you're talking about a two-year project that i mean because of the length of time that you're you're thinking about this there is no one size fits all is there you know that you're approaching this in different ways and it's evolving i guess how you're approaching things as you move through that two-year cycle i guess it never sits quite still does it no no that's true um no i don't think there is a one size there is a one size fits all. I think everybody, every business is different, and you know every business is trying to solve different problems. Um, but I think I think things that are um, you know consistent between us. So if I was to think of just us again in our sector, yeah. When we look at our like that system system of record layer that I mentioned, um, you know there are processes in there where we recognise that we're no different to any other retailer. We all need to manage a PL, We all need to get stock from a warehouse to a store or from a warehouse to a customer. So there are things that we, you know, we've got to be, you know, we just need to be good at these things. Mm. So um, you know, bringing in the capability to, you know, where we we can just just be good at this stuff. Um, we can automate it. We can these processes can be standard on 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 the systems that we're bringing in, which means that they're a lot more repeatable. We can scale them as the business grows, or if we move into new markets, you know that's important. But then knowing how we want to differentiate ourselves and and where we want to be better, um, there are areas where you know we may take a different approach and bring in a you know, a different type of system to come yep. in job. And sitting in there again, that um, critical to us anyway, is, is again, that microservice architecture, which which really, uh, you know, is the glue between the system of record and the systems of differentiation. And, you know, we've really got, we're not, I don't want to say future-proofing because it's, 
It's, I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's, it's more about being future ready, knowing that you know we can bring in systems and plug them into the environment in a, in a, in a clean and quick way. It won't cause you a lot of hassle. Yeah, um, but it helps us. It helps us solve very. You know, it helps us solve the problems that um, you know that we may. You know, that we may need. We want to focus investment uh, yeah. on. Now you're you're part way into your journey, um, but there are obviously some of the things that you've learned in the in the in the time and space that you've been doing it. And if there was a fellow CTO out there who was just beginning their uh, digital transformation journey, what advice might you give them before they start? What things should they be thinking about before they they, they get on with it? So I think um, first of all, it's it's probably natural to start in the customer space first because that's where you're going to have your biggest impact. Uh, it's definitely the right place to start, but again, I'd say don't forget about your systems of record. And, and if you're going to start that journey, it needs to be d- driven by the business and and not driven by um, technology. And and so finding that partnership um, in in the business, finding those stakeholders in the business that um, want to own the transformation, because bringing bringing in new systems in the system of record space means people's jobs are going to change and means a change from management piece is critical. So you need those partners in the business. Um, So start with finding them, seeking them out and making sure that, you know, you're delivering this program together as one team and not, and not letting it become a technology group. I picked up three key things from Sean during the podcast. The first is that data is central to any digital transformation project because coupled with new systems, it allows you to make better decisions and then action them. The second thing is that the customer is always central to any digital project, even when they're not. And what I mean by this is that by bringing in a more advanced digital platform to improve operational systems, any efficiency gains will improve the customer experience, such as faster transaction times. Now, the final thing is that Sean advises that digital transformation needs to be driven by the business and not by technology. So find stakeholders in the business who can take ownership so the project becomes delivered as one team as opposed to a technology-only project. On that note, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves and do continue to check out www.hayslow.com forward slash dynamics hyphen matters for more great episodes.